What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, Sunday's Quick Picks. This is the Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player. Alright guys, only have three picks for today. It is a bear weekend, so we're doing our best to get some picks out there to college basketball. And I'm going to give a lean on the Pro Bowl in the uh, NFL, of course. So uh, let's get right into it. Of course, a special thanks to uh, TopNotchOdds.com. Great online sports book. Been talking about them now for a couple months. Uh, put in promo code SHARPEDGE when you're signing up. Get up to a 200% deposit uh, bonus over and over and over. TopNotchOdds.com. Great online sports book. Get your money in easy. Get your money out easy. Tons of bets before the games, during the games. Very uh, uh, user-friendly interface, too. So it's easy to navigate whether you like to bet the the big sports or the smaller sports. Uh, check them out. TopNotchOdds.com. Put in promo code SHARPEDGE. All right, on to today's picks. Like I said, two college basketball. And I'll give you guys one. Uh, <laughs> My lean in the uh, AFC-NFC game. Uh, First game in college basketball, kind of like yesterday's picks. Going to be a little obscure, but like I said, not a whole lot going on this weekend. So uh, that's what we're left with. Game number one, Northern Iowa minus five against Loyola Chicago. Uh, These are the two best teams in the Missouri Valley Conference. And you may be saying... Oh, great, the Missouri Valley. But these two teams are actually really, really good. Now, the rest of the Missouri Valley Conference is is pretty average, but these two teams are certainly contenders to be, you know, or like one of those Cinderella teams that we're talking about in March. Uh, both very impressive offenses. Matter of fact, both of these teams, Northern Iowa and uh, Loyola, uh, Loyola Chicago, top 10 in effective field goal percentage in the country. But when you look at adjusted offensive efficiency for both teams, it's a much different story. Loyola Chicago falls all the way down to 136th overall. Meanwhile, Northern Iowa, 12th overall. So I just think that Northern Iowa has a much better offense when you look at all the stats. They're playing at home. They're coming off a tough loss. Northern Iowa is uh, a tough uh, two-point loss on the road against Southern Illinois. So I think you do have a motivational edge for Northern Iowa. Uh, Loyola Chicago, they're third in the nation in two-point percentage and fourth in the nation in field goal percentage, okay? So understand Loyola Chicago, good offense, okay? I get that, but their bottom 200 in all these stats, free throws, steals, blocks, non-steal percentage, which is the percentage of steals that aren't uh, uh, based just on steals, right? So uh, uh, shot clock violations, throwing the ball out of bounds, so on and so forth, and three points made. Again, bottom 200 in all free throws, steals, blocks, non-steal percentage, and three-pointers made. Northern Iowa is 65th or better in every single one of those categories except for steals. So I think that we're just dealing with a better team at home, I mean, you talk about a good offense. They're 16th in three-point percentage, 19th in two-point percentage, 35th in, three in free throws. I mean, this Northern Iowa team is very, very good, good offense. Uh, and the winner in this game has the inside track for the number one seed in the conference. They play again mid-February in Chicago, so I expect Northern Iowa to get the win here. Northern Iowa, minus five against Loyola Chicago. All right, number two, uh, game number 
number two, we're going to go Creighton minus five against Xavier. Man, it is late. I pro- I kind of sound like I'm drunk right now, and I promise I'm not. It's just been a long fucking day. I am ready to wrap this thing up, and uh, my goodness. So <laughs> I'm stumbling, trying to get these games out. We're doing three games. It's just like, Jesus, come on. So by the way, on that note, <laughs> it's not talking about being drunk or not. Uh, next weekend, uh, I'm going to be in Las Vegas, the best place on earth in the middle of the Mojave Desert, as Bill Walton would say. But uh, So Saturday, Sunday, next week, my quick picks are going to be live from Las Vegas, and then uh, we'll figure out what we're doing for Monday's show. I think I'm going to do uh, something quick from the airport. I, I have no idea what we'll do for Monday's uh, NHL show yet, but yeah, it's, it's weird. I'm up here doing this podcast right now. It is midnight Eastern. Uh, I mean, I, I, that's not that late, but... I don't know, folks. It's been a long day. We've been working the early soccer games all the way through uh, the late basketball games, and sometimes that's how it goes, you know? Sometimes you just have one of those days, but like I said, I'm just like, uh, sometimes, I mean, you guys probably have days like that at work where you just show up. It's a great day. Sometimes you show up. It's just not. some Some days it's like that. I sit down. I fly through this show. It's great, and then other nights... Like tonight, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I sound tired. If I'm stu- I feel tired, and I, I assure you, though, these picks were done when I was sharp, ready to go. We're just getting this info to you guys right now. So, all right, game number one, like I said, Northern Iowa uh, minus five. Game number two, Creighton minus five against Xavier. Uh, I really like Creighton this year, but first, let's talk about the Big East. The Big East. Remember when all those teams got yanked from the Big East and ESPN did the 30 for 30? Oh, when the Big East was good at basketball. I mean, it wasn't called that, but the Big East didn't have a, a good run there about what whatever it was, five, six years ago. But that whole time of the down period, quote unquote, for the Big East didn't last very long. You look at right now, the overall standings, the overall rankings, the Big East is the third best conference in college basketball behind the Big Ten and Big 12. So... I mean, you talk about teams like Creighton and Xavier. These these are very good top 50, legitimate top 50 teams in, in, in the country. So, as I said, I like Creighton a lot. This is, if you look at the entire Big East, which we just talked about how good of a conference they are, Creighton is number one in the Big East in overall offensive efficiency, and they're number two in effective field goal percentage, three-point percentage, two-point percentage, free throw percentage, blocks, and steals. They're number two in, in, in the conference in all of those. So I just don't think that Xavier's going to have the offense to keep up the entire game. Maybe they can hang in there through the first half, but throughout the entire game, Creighton's just going to keep piling on at home. Xavier has the 119th best offense in the country, according to Ken Palm's offensive ratings, uh, compared to Creighton, who has the number nine overall offense. Again, Creighton playing at home, one of the better home uh, courts in, in the country. Uh, and Creighton just doesn't turn the ball over. So I don't ex- expect Xavier to get many extra offensive possessions, or expect, excuse me, m- many more possessions because they're not going to uh, have many more offensive rebounds as well. So like we said on yesterday's show, how do you create more possessions in college basketball? Well, basketball in general, uh, you want to rebound, uh, offensive rebounds and steals. Well, Xavier's not going to be able to do really any of those 
uh, on Sunday, tomorrow, whatever you want to say, against uh, Creighton. So uh, I just think Creighton, like I said, overall, better team. If you look at strength of schedule, they've had the 13th uh, toughest strength of schedule in the entire country, Creighton has. I mean, they have had a difficult schedule. Now, Xavier's also had a tough schedule, but 45th overall compared to 13th. Give me Creighton, better team, at home, much better offense, against Xavier. And last but not least, the NFL Pro Bowl. We're going to go AFC money line first half is minus 105. Uh the AFC, if you look at the starters, I just believe they have a lot more players who ended the, who either ended the season with a bad taste in their mouth, are young, haven't accomplished much, right? I mean, it's it's always those younger guys who are just really going all out in the Pro Bowl or the AFC has players who you just expect to kind of play harder. I mean, when you think about guys like Lamar Jackson, Nick Chubb, Jarvis Landry, DeAndre Hopkins, they either are guys who just kind of always go hard or who have kind of a point to prove and, and are younger and, and ended the season with a bad taste in their mouths. I could see Lamar Jackson and Nick Chubb and frankly, even Jarvis Landry, even though he's not young, really going hard and, and, and trying, you know, going all out for the first quarter or so. And on the NFC, they you know, they just got guys like Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, Amari Cooper, Mike Evans, Ezekiel Elliott. Do those sound like guys who are going to go all out max effort? So I just think that based on that, I know deep handicap here for the Pro Bowl, but that's my pick. So we're going to go AFC, money line, first half. And then again, the uh, college basketball picks, uh, Creighton, minus five against Xavier, and Northern Iowa, minus five against Loyola Chicago. Good luck, everyone. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle. This is The Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player.